You're live with Get Connected here on Boxing Day. Mike Agarbo with the talented Andy Barrar back in studio. I'm back. You're back. Where were you? Um, so I have this problem. I watch a lot of how-to videos on YouTube. You were hilarious. And I've been wanting to get a new floor at my house. It's a yeah. really old house. It's really uneven. And it's not just like you put a new floor on. You have to build like a subfloor. Yes. So I started watching videos about that. And after about maybe the 15th video, I'm like, I, I, can, I think I can do this. I, I, I think I got this. <laughs> it, it was way harder than I thought. And for days, I took time off work. I've been working weekends. I didn't come to the radio show. Yeah. Because I started this project and now I got to finish it. So for those listening, this isn't a home renovation show you're listening to right now. <laughs> it's a tech show. Uh, but Andy loves to do renos and, yes. and how-to stuff, do-it-yourself stuff, and you just, you're a YouTube fiend. You just watch YouTube videos till it's you funny. figure it out. You know what's funny is I make these kind of how-to videos for tech, Yes, and I know things are way harder than <laughs> they look on video, yet I still get suckered in yeah. watching these other ones going, hey, oh, I can put carpet in, or I, I know how to build a subfloor and make an uneven, or fix an uneven floor, but it's way harder. They just... I know, the way because it's it editing, takes, it takes years of practice. I, I should know better, though. Yeah. I make these kind of videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back but on I'm the back. tech side. Yes. That's kind of exciting. So it's Boxing Day today, Andy. Um, and uh, our radio station here is above the Pacific Center Shopping Mall. There is, like, a lot of people down there. There is. You know, and it was funny. We were kind of talking about this off the break, that even in this day and age of online shopping, that people are still coming to the stores for boxing. Now, it's not as big, and we were kind of mentioning this. It's not yeah. as big as it used to be. No. You remember, like, back in the day, people would line up oh, yeah. for, for Five, hours ten years ago? To get, like, a, a flat-screen TV for super cheap. But yeah. now, it's like, you can do that online as well. Yeah. So why do you want to sit out in the cold when you can just, you know, a few mouse so clicks? I, I wonder if retailers are going to do that, make, like, almost virtual lines, like, online or something like that, to kind of make you feel like... You have to like be early and be a first come first serve. Yeah, you know it's going to be interesting over the next ten years for retailers. No, no question. I still like going into stores. You know what I mean? Like looking at stuff, touching and feeling. Um, but I, you know, can they capture that excitement online? You know the the online only retailers or e-tailers. Yeah. Uh, you know they don't care, right? Because they're just going to get all their business uh, through uh, the internet. But you know the the brick and mortar stores of the world, uh, they still want you to come into the store because yeah. you know if you get into the store there's more chance you're going to buy other stuff yeah as well. they call it like upsell yeah like you know when you're sitting in the lineup and you're like oh batteries i kind of yeah, need batteries like an impulse buy right <laughs> yeah so you know it's interesting you know there are thousands of people in the mall today there's no question but it is not as busy as you know the days i remember well i made the mistake of looking at that flip app that we were kind of talking about that free uh app that you can get that shows all the f latest flyers oh i know that's awesome and uh I was looking at it, and now I want to buy a dishwasher because I was like, oh, it's on sale for $300 off. So after the show, I'm going to go buy a dishwasher because of this free app, and it's a good deal. So now – Any uh, tech items you want to get? Uh, you know what I'm really into? What? And you've been kind of getting into this as well. LED lights, the color ones. Oh, my God. Yes. So I don't know if my, my place is going to look like a nightclub by the time I'm finished, but you can do some crazy stuff with these lights. Andy, I was at my friend Hormosa's uh, uh, Christmas Eve, and so he's got a, a home theater in the basement, and he's crazy. He he loves LED lighting. He gets this That's stuff. why I like him, too. He, yeah, yeah, he gets this stuff out of China. I don't know what websites he's going to. Um, he's I don't even know what kind of things these are. They're like um, 
the kind of things you see in a nightclub. They're yes. like laser, moving laser type things. And he's he's installed these things in his basement. He bought a fog machine as well. <laughs> I, d- I don't know why his wife has not locked him out of the house. He has a nightclub in his basement now, and it was all under $1,000. These two laser moving type devices, the fog machine, uh, all in under $1,000, and his basement looks like a nightclub. It is, like, amazing. No, like, the the prices have gone down significantly. You can get these LED strips, and they're just like – they look like tape. And you can put them behind your television. Yes. And even, like, USB, you can hook it USB into the back of the TV – and now it looks like it's like perfect for a gaming room because yeah. you get all these different kind of lights. What I want to do is to take it to a next level, find some kind of module where you could sync the lights to music that you're playing, say yeah. on a streaming service like Spotify. That to me is the dream. So I'm really getting geeky now trying to solve this little DIY project that I want to do. Yeah, I've also seen the uh, the Philip Hue bulbs. Yes. Oh, my God. Goodness, I, I didn't realize how cool these things are. They're expensive as hell. Like I think they're like eighty bucks a bulb yeah. or something. But they're completely controlled by Wi-Fi. They're LED and they can do all the different colors. Mm-hmm. So if you got the box, you can put these things through your home and you can control them all through the app. You can create moods like oh a sunset yes. or you know morning uh, sunrise or whatever nightclub scene, and you can have these things actually go along to music and and time different uh, themes throughout the day. It is amazing that this technology is finally here. We've talked about all these Internet of Things and home automation. Uh, it's finally here, Andy, and it's usable. Well, the, the thing is, um, I have a dimmer switch at home, and it's worn out, so I was going to buy a new one. Yeah. But then I was looking at these LED lights, and they come with apps. So now I'm thinking, hey, I have an old Android tablet. How about I just mount that on the wall, and now I'm going to control everything just through an app rather than your traditional light, you know, switch. Yeah. Because uh, it's all wireless. It works with your network. And uh, I know it work. it's going to work because I've been doing it on my phone. But it kind of gets cumbersome when you have to open your phone up every time you well, want to turn the lights off. That's what I'm thinking now, right? <laughs> We're going to get all these home automation things in there. And you, you're talking about putting a tablet in instead of your light switch. It's going to take like a, a minute to... Get get the app open on your phone. Yeah, right, exactly. To turn your light on. So, and we'll be saying, "Oh, remember the old days where we just hit a switch to turn the light on?" <laughs> no, no, the no. new days. What the manufacturers are trying to realize is, it is cumbersome to open up this app just to turn your light off or on or change colors. So, what they're doing is Apple's doing this with HomeKit as well. It's going to be all voice command. I know. I'm waiting for that because I've got a lot of Belkin Wemo stuff yes. in my house. I've got that August lock. Uh, you know the special smart lock at my front door. Uh, they're developing all the stuff now. Within a year here, uh, especially like on the Apple side, you'll be able to just talk to your smartphone yep. and say, hey, Siri, uh, turn on the living room light. Hey, Siri, can you open the front door for my brother-in-law? Yep. We're going to be talking to our phones, not to somebody, to just our phone. Yeah. To, to our house. Exactly. We're going to be talking to our house. So that's in the next year, all that stuff is really going to start becoming voice controlled. Hey, Siri, can you turn on the dishwasher, for yep. example? It's coming, and the technology is Well, not only that, but you can schedule things in the app. So say, hey, I come home at 6 o'clock p.m. That's when I want the heat to come on, and I go to sleep around, say, 11. So I want the heat to go off. So all this customization is going to be happening in an app and through voice command as well, which is really going to change the way. Like, we've been talking about the connected home for years, and it's finally here, and I'm so excited. Which is why I did that floor, so I can really tech the place out. <laughs> it's exciting, and at the same time, are we like just setting ourselves up for frustration? You know, because it still is kind of the early days, and you, you remember the early days of computers and stuff. Yeah, things crashing all the time. 
Are we going to have people complaining, oh, I can't turn my lights on in my living room? Well, What, what am I doing wrong? It's kind of like the smart lock that we have right now. Yep. They still have traditional keys, yes. right? Like the one that you have, the August smart lock. Yep. You can still use your key if you want. But now you have the luxury of using your iPhone. Yes. And now you can even send a text. Like if I need to come to your house to pick something up, you can send me a text just to go inside. A normal deadbolt can't do that. Usually you have to put the key under the mat or something like that. So yeah. I, or I see call it. my son Evan. He's got to be home to let you in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's, I'm so excited about all these innovations that really I think in the past year have really risen up and, yep. and become affordable and easy enough for normal people to use. And the fact that, you know, the consumer electronics shows are like, what, two weeks away? Yes. It's going to give us a good preview of the type of products that we're going to see in 2016 because everything that we kind of saw in 2015, what they previewed there, has finally hit the market. So it's going to be interesting to see what's the future. And I think voice command is going to be a big, big factor, both on the Android side and on the Apple HomeKit platform. I want to open up the phone lines today. Uh, It's Boxing Day. Lots of great deals out there. If you want some uh, buying advice or you got some tech for Christmas and trying to figure it out, we'll uh, help you through that. The phone number's here on Get Connected, 604-280-9898. Anywhere in North America, 1-877-399-9898. When we come back from the break, we'll uh, take your calls. And I also want to talk about some socks that will uh, figure out when you're sleeping and will shut your Netflix off for you. Andy's looking at me crazily. <laughs> You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in on Boxing Day, taking your calls and questions. We've gone open line, 604-280-9898, if you're phoning anywhere else in North America. Uh, Andy, this was kind of a weird thing. After I did my Jill Bennett uh, hit this morning at uh, you know six thirty in the morning, there I was just surfing the web for a bit, and I came across this uh, article. Uh, Netflix has posted some instructions on how to make your own—I uh, don't know what you call them—socks uh, that can detect if you've fallen asleep. So if you're watching Netflix uh, and you fall asleep, it'll turn your TV off. This is a great life hack because that's one of the biggest <laughs> problems people have is they go to sleep watching Netflix. It, yeah. So anyway. These aren't something you can buy. It, it basically tells you how to make it. So it shows you all the different parts you're going to need. Uh, you're going to have to knit your own socks or provide your own socks and, and put this uh, all together. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is something that I would have time to. I, I do. do. I'm all ears. Do well, tell. I, uh, I read another article uh, from the uh, dailyherald.com that basically looked into this and said it's more trouble than it's worth. The parts alone are going to be about 60 bucks. Oh, okay. To put <laughs> to put these socks together, and even then, it's questionable if uh, they're that usable. Maybe we should do this for the TV show. It would be a great. You do this for the TV. I'll, show. I'll do it. Just let me expense all the parts. You can and... expense the parts if you can make these socks. I will make these socks. This is this is great t- television, right? Right there, a nice DIY project to uh, make socks that turn Netflix off when you've fallen asleep. Because that's what I want to do. I want to wrap my feet in wire and batteries and see what happens in the name of research you know this you'd be amazed at the things you'll do (laughs) we're taking your calls and questions today here on get connected if you've got some uh, gear you just got for christmas and need some help getting it going we can help you out or if you want some buying advice there's a lot of great deals uh, out there as well in the tech world 604-280-9898 we've uh, got percy on the line hey percy hey mike how are you 
Good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. You know, I just thought I'd put some uh, stuff on the end of that uh, statement you made about buying some of the stuff in China. My daughter's a pro- professional entertainer, so I'm buying a lot of stage equipment, lights, LED lights, spotlights, all that stuff, but also a lot of other stuff. You know, I go to Alibaba. I've registered there. And it's like eBay on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you, you kind of do it a different way for most people that don't know. You, you put on there what you're looking for, and then people start sending you bids on supplying you whatever it is you're looking for. And you're usually buying a sample if you're buying just one or two. Because, of course, they want to sell you 10,000 uh, you know, LED strip lights or something. But you say, oh, I'm just looking for two or three to see what they're like. And I I get flooded with replies within a couple of hours usually. Really, and and what's the pricing like? Oh, it's it, 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 a lot of that. All those strip lights you see on eBay that you're buying now, those little uh, sticky things and all those, they're getting them. For, they're basically guys getting them from Alibaba. And if you're buying them in the states, what's happened is somebody's bought a case of them in China through Alibaba. They've had them delivered, and uh, you're buying them. Uh, you know, you go to the night market, you've been to the night markets before, and you see all that stuff, it's all at Alibaba. Yeah. If somebody's bought a, you know, a container load of it, you, you, the trick is you're just buying a sample sizes, and they're pretty aggressive because they want you to buy those samples, right? Yeah. My my one concern, like, these things aren't going to burn my house down, are they? <laughs> no. I mean, look, you, you know, you can't get them into the country unless they've been approved, yeah. and like everything else. uh you know, these guys aren't stupid. Alibaba is a big company. So you're if you don't like it, you're not going to pay. They're going to make it right. You send it back. Usually you're talking about less than 10 bucks. Although this year I bought a hoverboard for my daughter over there. Everybody else is paying at least four or $500. I, pay, I paid $120 plus $50 shipping. And I got the good batteries, by the way, not the uh, Chinese batteries. So no. they're not going to explode. I got the Samsung batteries in it. So you got a hoverboard for 120 bucks. Yeah. Go, they're they're Fifty bucks now, fifty, sixty bucks. Isn't that crazy? Because we did one on the show, yeah, uh, an IOHawk, and it retailed uh, for like what twelve to seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, it was well, like well, fifteen hundred. You're you're on the air now. When I hang up, you know, type in uh, Alibaba. You don't need an account. Just put hoverboard. Take a look. You'll see it. You can read out the prices right there, and then see what the shipping is. And how did how did you know what uh, battery? Did they say what batteries? Because that's the big problem with these hoverboards is well, the battery. The Samsung, the Samsung battery is the one you want. Yeah. You, you don't want to get the, you know, the, there's a, they tell you right there, if you want the Samsung battery, it's $15 more. Yeah. If you want an extra remote, it's an extra $2. They want, you know, the big wheel, the 10-inch wheel, the 8-inch wheel, the 6-inch wheel, the inflatable wheels, the special cases. And, you know, it was, uh, as it turned out, I was in China, so I actually just picked it up and threw it in a suitcase and brought it back with me. But if you do pay for shipping, you know, it's 50 to 75 bucks. To ship it, and even when you add that to the cost of, uh, I mean, seriously, they're like 60, 70 bucks now. I, I put an ad in there because I was looking for one for my daughter, and I had literally hundreds. I'm still getting people trying to sell me hoverboards. <laughs> you get hoverboards uh, for the whole neighborhood, Percy. Yeah, easily, you know. So. Very cool. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. That was fascinating. All right. All right take care. Bye bye. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Like, uh, because I've looked at some of these Chinese e-commerce websites uh, before, um, but you just don't know what you're going to get. That's yeah, That's it's kind of a buyer beware yeah. situation. And like he was mentioning, you buy it bulk. Yeah. Like you're not just buying one; you're buying like a box of this stuff. So yeah, I guess he's buying samples there. But uh, Alibaba, you know, for listeners that don't know who that is, 
uh, it's a huge Chinese e-commerce site. Yahoo, the only reason that they're worth anything right now is because they actually have a, a big stake in, in Alibaba. Alibaba. They actually own a chunk of it. Yeah, I think the founder, if I remember correctly, his name is Jack Ma. And uh, he's like the really eccentric kind of guy uh, who created this company. And it's huge. It's absolutely massive in China. And it's probably the biggest e-commerce site in Asia. And that's why Yahoo kind of partnered with them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm going to have to check... Uh, that side out. I know um, one of my kids uh, uses AliExpress. I don't know if that's affiliated. I think it's, yeah, it is. Probably is affiliated with the same thing, but mm-hmm. just amazing uh, some of the pricing. But uh, the delivery dates on some of that stuff was crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. My daughter wanted to order some iPhone cases, but the delivery was like four weeks yeah. or something. Well, think how far it's coming, right? And uh, unless you pay a lot for that shipment to come quickly, you're going to have to wait and be patient. Did you see the segment I did on uh, Global with... Uh, with the hoverboard? No, no, I didn't. So the hoverboard, know. these are these little two-wheel self-balancing kind of skateboardy type they, things. First of all, before you start, they should not call them hoverboards. They, they don't hovering. hover and yeah, they're not yeah. a board. They're an electric skateboard, like a self-balancing kind of skateboard. Yes. Um, but I, I brought one on uh, Global News on uh, Wednesday uh, with Randine and Squire and, and Robin and uh, Mark Madriga. It was hilarious. <laughs> I got them all on it. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls, 604-280-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by our friends at London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We've opened up the phone lines. We're going to take your calls and questions today. Any tech questions, 604-280-9898. And if you're phoning anywhere in North America, the number again, one 877 Three nine 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 eight nine eight. I'm gonna jump here to the phone lines. We got Malcolm on the line. Hey, Malcolm. Uh, good morning, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Um, what do you think of the Apple Newton when it came out years ago? Uh, uh, just, just a brief thought. Were you alive back then? I was. I was actually born in 1968. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, me too. Yeah. We're like brothers. Uh, the Apple Newton ahead of its time. Uh, I don't what, know if you wait, remember it. What? It was like a little uh, PDA, like a Palm Pilot. What year on did it come out? I forget exactly in the 90s, yeah, uh, early 90s, and it was amazing. It uh, was a little personal digital assistant. Uh, it had a little pen you could write on it. The big thing they were claiming is that you could write on it, and it would translate your writing into text, which was fantastic. Only it didn't really work so well. Well, yeah. It's like, that's what happens when you create a new product category. The first version never really works as well as they intended to do, but look where we are now. I forgot about that word, personal Digital, digital assistant, assistant. PDAs. Yeah. PDAs. We used to talk about that all the time. This was like in the early days. Remember, every business guy had a had a PDA and Palm Pilot, huge. Yes, huge. And where are they now? It's just see, like technology goes so quickly. Like these things, like a PDA, yeah. biggest thing in the world, and now dead. I and guess, who knows about tablets, right? Well, yeah. So, uh, tablet. It's it's hard to believe if you think about it. We're going into 2016. Tablets are going to be six years old now. Yeah. And I remember when it came out in 20. 10 it was kind of like oh my god this is like a new product category and now here we are six years later and it's matured yes a lot of people aren't just buying tablets anymore you're seeing more of the hybrids the the tablet kind of computer look at like micro did anybody ever think microsoft would make make hardware and now with the surface pro 4 yeah they're killing it it's a beautiful machine one of the best out there right now well you know speaking of apple i really think they did uh, a fantastic job this year uh, they came out with the new iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, uh, the new Apple TV, 
uh, which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. And the Apple Watch, the biggest uh, selling smartwatch. Now. Yes, they came late into the game with the Apple Watch. There's 10,000 apps available for the Apple Watch. Um, but the one that people use the most still on the Apple Watch is just telling the time. Lest <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we no, forget, it is a watch. It's true. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's amazing how well they've done. I mean, they're continuing to innovate. Uh, some of the other guys are having troubles, like Samsung. You know, mm-hmm. they still sell more smartphones than Apple, uh, but I, they don't make as much money on that. Their, their, their margins are getting thinner and thinner as they're trying to compete against a lot of these other guys because they're an Android phone, and everyone and their dog can make an Android phone. So what differentiates them? Well, that's the, one of the issues about Android. It's so fragmented. There's uh, all these different versions of Android. Uh, when it first came out, I remember like Honeycomb. But now we're up to Marshmallow, which I just upgraded to the other day on my phone. I'm losing track of all the the, of the names. Yeah, yeah. So Android, uh, their uh, all their different versions are named after desserts. So what's the latest one? Marshmallow. Marshmallow, but it's like it. It opens the question: Is marshmallow really a dessert? Because I don't really classify that like cheesecake. That's a dessert, but marshmallows. You just don't eat a bowl of marshmallows. <laughs> no. Well, no. marshmallows are good in like you know s'mores and that kind of stuff. But the, but to that point about Android being fragmented, you can't just go and upgrade to the newest version of Android because all the carriers like the Samsungs, the Sonys of the world, and even say someone like Motorola, they have to issue the upgrade for you. Yeah. So that delays it because Google will say, "Hey, we got this new uh, new operating system called Marshmallow." Now you wait for your carrier and your manufacturer to come out with that update. So even though I wanted to upgrade, it was only until my phone said, oh, hey, uh, Marshmallow's available. Did you want to upgrade? It's going to take some time. I'm like, yes. But, but you know, in, in um, defense of Android in general, like they really have made it affordable yeah. for a lot of these smartphones. You can get some really nice Android smartphones for 100 bucks now. Even tablets. I'm looking at all these Boxing Day sales. There are tablets, Android tablets, good ones, under 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. It, it is amazing, but um, no, are they really making money at that when you're no. when you're no. at the bottom of the barrel there? No. So Apple, I'm pretty sure Apple. It's funny you're you're defending Android, and I'm defending Apple here. <laughs> <laughs> How the tables have turned. Yes. But Apple's the only one that makes money. Yes. Off this hardware, and I th- and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because not only do they make great hardware. It's the software That's right. as well. They control the software and the ecosystem behind it as well. They've got the App Store, um, so you can get the apps from them. They make 30% off all the apps. They also have iTunes, and now they have Apple Music, music subscriptions. So they're getting their little chunks of money through all the different parts of that ecosystem. And you know what? By, by making both the hardware and the software, and this is one of the most amazing stats, when Apple comes out with a new iOS – the adoption rate is just staggering how yes. fast people upgrade to the new uh, OS. And because, you, because the hardware is not fragmented. They control the hardware. Exactly, exactly. And so that's the one advantage Apple has over Android. But, of course, to your point, there is so much more affordability options on the Android side than trying to stay with Apple. If you want to stay, you always have to go like one generation behind if you want to um, stay in that ecosystem and at an affordable cost. Can open up the phone lines here again, 604-280-9898. We're open line on Get Connected, taking your tech calls and questions. 1-877-399-9898 if you're phoning anywhere else in North America. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio today on this gray boxing day here in Vancouver. 
Thanks for tuning in. We are open line, taking your calls and questions here on Get Connected, 604-280-9898. Anywhere else in North America, one 877 going to jump here to good old Harold. How are you doing, Harold? Oh, doing fine, thanks. What can we do for you? Uh, I'll, I know a couple of uh, programs ago, you mentioned accessing the IBM or the Apple uh, TV4 using a Windows uh, system. What did you use to be able to access the Apple TV from a Windows 7? I'm just trying to remember what I, I said there. What do you want to access off your Windows? Uh, data sets to show on the TV. Uh, sorry, say again? Data sets or even show me or, or uh, almost anything. Yeah, uh, so there's a few different things you can do. The new Apple TV, uh, you can download apps uh, for it. Uh, that'll allow you to do all kinds of stuff. Uh, if you're looking to access content like music or video there's a few different ones uh one i really like right now is mr mc uh another one is infuse which is a is a great one that allows you to access all sorts of different types of uh content uh if you want to mirror uh what's on your uh your like your laptop for example uh there's uh, something you can download uh, for the windows side called air parrot and that works in conjunction with airplay which is built into the uh, Apple TV. So it wirelessly sends whatever's on your Windows uh, screen up to your big screen TV as long as you've got that Apple TV hooked up to it. Yeah, basically it takes um, kind of the AirPlay features that you would normally get on a Mac, yes. bringing that onto uh, the PC. But if it's just content, like say you have files like home movies or TV shows that you have on your computer, you just might want to set up a network at home and then access all that content on your Apple TV using apps you know various like media streaming player apps like plex or uh you were saying mike that cody now is available yeah uh i mentioned that app mr mc is using cody as a back background for for that and uh i love it oh. i just I, I just downloaded it last week and it's fantastic so you essentially load that app onto the apple tv and point uh through the app through the settings there where the content uh, is again that's more media content so uh, music movies uh, tv shows that kind of stuff uh, again if you just want to mirror what's on your windows uh, screen uh, have a look at that air parrot yep. uh, uh, software i think it's by squirrel yeah and it costs like around 50 dollars it isn't it it's something like that they have a free version that you can try as well yeah um, just to kind of get familiar with it. If you want step-by-step -step instructions, you can go onto YouTube. There's so many people who have done this um, and just kind of type that into YouTube and somebody, I guarantee you, has made a video about how to do that. So Andy, uh, 2016 is almost upon us. Uh, what are some of the things you're looking for? For 2016? Yeah. What's exciting you? Um, you know, it's funny, like if you look at cars these days, I think that's one of the last frontiers that we're seeing internet connectivity for. Yes. And so when we go to CES in January, I'm going to be interested to see that if you're going to get Wi-Fi enabled cars, because if that happens, think about what can happen if cars are communicating with each other. That could actually save us a lot for traffic and stuff like that. Even like Google, the fact that you can have Google Maps that can give you live suggestions based on traffic patterns kind of blows me away. But once the cars communicate with each other, I think that's going to take things to the next level and probably reduce uh, fatalities and car accidents and stuff just by having that technology of cars communicating. And maybe one day we'll have those self-driving cars. I don't think it's going to be in 2016, but uh, I know that technology is moving forward really quickly. Yeah, you know, I was uh, listening uh, to uh, one of my buddies, Zach Spencer. Uh, he's got a, a driving show uh, this morning. 
And it was interesting. He was talking about some of the cars coming up here in 2016. And he basically led with all these new technology ones, the electric cars, mm -hmm. like the uh, the new uh, Chevy Bolt, for example, and uh, the Tesla cars, uh, which are all electric, essentially. So I'm, I'm very excited for that technology to start becoming mainstream. That Chevy Bolt is, is fascinating to me because uh, it will be able to get about 300 kilometers per battery charge. And they say that car is going to be in the $35,000 U.S. range, See, which is a game changer. Yes, because typically if you want an electric car, like a Tesla, you had to pay a lot. It's a, Oh, my God, yeah, like a Model S Tesla car, you're looking $100,000 plus. Easy. But it's good to see that happen because what you know is over time, Moore's Law, it, the price is going to go down as the technology goes up. The fact that you can get an affordable electric car is going to, like you said, change the entire marketplace because nobody likes to pay for gas. It's expensive. I know. And I had to fill up this morning. And it, 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 it kills me every yes. time. A little part of my soul dies. Exactly. Because I know electric cars are just around the corner and it's going to save me a truckload of money. Yes, but right now you had to pay a lot for it so that yeah. the, you you could kind of like rationalize in your head, oh, I'm going to save money in the long run by paying this much. Or you could wait a couple of years as the price goes down for these electric cars. Then you can have a charging station at home. I know a lot of uh, places, Vancouver is being very, um, you know, they're, they're on the, the forefront of trying to make electric cars. You're going to see electric car parking spots, right? Right beside like the mommies, the new, the new mommies and the, the handicapped. Because they're trying to entice people to use more electric vehicles rather than the traditional gas-guzzling vehicles that we use today. We are going to have to take another break. Uh, when we come back, it's that time of the week, App of the Week with Christina Stoyanova. If you're listening, Get Connected. It's brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio here on Boxing Day. It's that time of the week on our show, App of the Week with Christina, who is in studio as well. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. What do you got? I have an app to help you with one of your New Year's resolutions. One of mine? Or, or one just... of all of our New Year's resolutions. And what's that? Waste less time on your phone. Oh, I can't. I can't. Kind of ironic that it... an app. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's on your phone. So how is it going to help me do this? Uh, it's an Android app, so I guess you're out of luck. Thank God. But Andy. This, this is for Andy can take advantage of this. Uh, it's called ClearLock. It helps you block apps for a schedule, um, scheduled amount of time. So if you want to stay off Facebook for an hour or whatever, you can actually set it to or, or keep YouTube? you. Or YouTube, whatever. Yes. For Andy. It's, it's like outsourcing self-discipline. <laughs> yes, that's what we're doing Sorry, here. Sorry, ClearLock or ClearLock? ClearLock. ClearLock. Yes. And so you can actually block out these apps like the Facebooks and YouTubes before Andy redoes his roof between Christmas <laughs> and, and New Year's here. Yes, exactly. So you can block them out for a set amount of time. You can schedule it so that uh, it does that for you. And the only way to get back into those apps during that scheduled time is to reset your phone. So there is a workaround. Oh, <laughs> that's a big No, that's sorry, hard. restart, I mean. Oh, okay. restart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, can, oh, yeah. So you can get around it. You can get around it, but the goal is not to do that. If you're doing that, I have to say your willpower needs some work. Yeah, but it's like telling, you know, an alcoholic, oh, we're, we're locking the front door of the bar, but hey, the back door is open. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. So this is kind of interesting. So I could block off Facebook uh, for a certain period.
period of time or during certain hours? Yes, that's right. Wow. Yeah. It was funny. I was having Christmas dinner with my family, and I was coming back from the bathroom, and I look on the couch. Everybody is sitting there on their phone. Oh, I know. And I, I just started laughing. I'm like, this is... This is how we're celebrating Christmas, like the families together. Somebody takes one picture, someone posts on on Facebook, everyone starts liking it. What a it's what a, a weird, sad state of affairs. What a weird world we live in now. And yeah. now there's apps that prevent you from doing that, or you can just turn your phone off or just not look at it. It's but, hard. I you know I, I was I was trying to think about that during Christmas holidays myself. Like I spent too much time on my phone, so I kept putting it like up on the shelf and, and away, but. I I got the shakes. You know, I, you know, oh my God! What if something's happening on Facebook or someone's trying to get a hold of me? And yes, I would go and check it every so often. Yes, well, you are the worst offender by Why far. Am I really? Yes, I've you seen are. You on your phone all the time. I have not been in a meeting with you where you've actually paid attention I to the business, whole thing. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do deals. It's so easy to rationalize, <laughs> yes, that why you need to check your phone on Christmas Day because you have okay. so many business deals happening on Christmas. On Day? Christmas Day, yeah, during you would be surprised, Andy. <laughs> Angry Birds. Someone's got to. Tell those pigs. You know, I'm really looking forward to, to being like a really old man to tell like my great grandkids what like life was in the olden days before the internet, because uh, we, we 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 survived well. Like we we made it, and this this new way of like it's funny because we're doing a tech show, but there's lim- the moderation in all things, and the the time that we spend on our smartphones is just astronomical Crazy. these days. It's funny. Uh, I got a chance to see that movie Spotlight uh, that. Uh, is uh, coming out um, with uh, Michael Keaton. It uh, takes place back in 2001. Uh, it's about the Boston, uh, Boston Globe, I believe, uh, doing the story on the Catholic Church and the, the priests and that. And so they're doing all this research. And to do the research, they had a research team at the Boston Globe, and they would send down these requests. And they're going through, like, files, like paper and microfiche. And, you know, I'm showing my kids, and they just cannot fathom it. They're like, why don't they just look it up on computer? Why, why don't they just they, go to they Wikipedia? Had, they had computers back then. I'm like, yeah, yeah but all that information was not in there mm-hmm. yet. And it was just f- funny looking at, at all these giant rooms just full of paper and all the work that they had to do, like dozens of people that would just do this research because computers weren't fully integrated yet. Yeah, it's funny because when I think of 2001, I think – like that was the Napster days, you know, when we were downloading, but it took a long time. The the connection speeds that we had back then were not nothing compared to today. No. I used to always joke that I used to download off off Napsters and after about uh, two weeks I would have a CD because I would download one song a day. <laughs> How far we've come. How far we've come. I want to thank all the folks that helped put this show together. Of course, Andy Barr, my co-host and producer Christina Stoyanova as well for coming in every week and the rest of the Get Connected team. You can check out our show and video and podcasts up at getconnectedmedia.com. We've got our contest going there weekly as well. And check us out uh, on TV on BNN, the Business News Network, Check TV and AMI. Mike, Annie, Christina logging off. We'll see you again next time.